and this is Spiritual Mixtape and today we're looking at holiday stress. We're two weeks before Thanksgiving and a month before everything kicks off in, in Europe, although I feel like we get started basically from Halloween until New Year's Eve. We are fully in celebration mode. Well, there always seems to be an engagement every weekend, right? And it's amazing to have that level of connection after COVID, after sheltering in place. And with everything that's going on in the world, we can't complain about being together and having opportunities to be in a happier vibration. But it does cause stress, you know, these added events in the diary and the pressure of, you know, just simple things like gift giving can be super pressurized, the time to do it, the money to do it, the expectation of giving can all be really hard. And while this episode was written about the stress of the movement and the higher volume, there's also an emotional side to holidays that can be really stressful. If you are someone that doesn't have a particularly big family, doesn't get on with their family, and the holidays really bring home to you those situations, those parts that need to be healed or just need to be accepted, that's a huge emotional stress too. And everything's heightened. You know, for me, Christmas, the holidays, it was a time that I won't get to see my dad. And although I'm grateful for all the times that we did have before he passed away, it's sad. It's sad to not be buying him a present, you know? It's, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> the, the emotional side of this wasn't really what this episode was written about or first thought about, but it, you can't have a holiday stress episode without addressing those or at least bringing bringing it up so if you're going through emotional holiday stress definitely lean into the breath works that are going to come in the next few episodes because although they've written about being calm and taking things off your plate and coming out of uh, the stress response they will always help you cool your jets calm your thoughts and create a little bit of space for, if you are ready, to heal. So I want to start it with that. Hello. I hope that you're all feeling good and I hope that the holidays are just a volume issue for you and not an emotional issue for you. But I'm going to say that I'm really passionate about this because of what's happened to me over the last few years. Back in 2018, when I was going through the PTSD work-related, I never thought that I'd be someone that couldn't handle stress and couldn't handle a high volume. And to be quite honest with you, I carried on handling a high volume until I left my job, but my personal life really suffered and my adrenals, my inside workings, my cortisol levels, that is still a work in progress, even though you know, that was five years ago. My body 
is still depleted from keeping up with a job. So all of that to say, in 2020, I realised that there was no going back to touring. Touring had fully shut down. I was in the music industry and I thought that I would go back after a period of time with my dad, period of time off. But it didn't happen. So I signed up for a health coaching course because the one thing I knew was how unhealthy my habits were. Despite how successful I was on paper, I had unhealthy habits. I was addicted to stress. I was emotionally addicted to achieving no matter what. And I really didn't want anyone to suffer the way I had. And I wanted to tell people about it. So I signed up for this very fancy health coaching course and we would have group coaching. I think like it was a group of six. It was very small. It wasn't double digits for sure. And in one of our coaching calls, I remember one of the other participants, one of my peers saying, I'm so much better under stress. And this conversation went back and forth for about, I don't know, maybe like five, 10 minutes with everyone agreeing that they were better under pressure. And of course, that's true, right? Like, of course, you can be better under pressure. But I found it a little bit, frankly, triggering, given my experience at my last job with PTSD and with, you know, being in an exec. I, I was like, if I'm going to somebody for help, I don't want them to encourage me to have more deadlines. I want them to encourage me to have some healthy boundaries and some really incredible time management. Although it's probably two people's job there, but that's how I felt. And after listening to everyone talk, I eventually said that I disagreed. And that in itself felt uncomfortable for me. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one person to have the different opinion. I also didn't really want to be wrong. But I just knew that I felt so differently to everybody else on that call. Because I was doing this health coach because I wanted to find someone who could have helped me. And I just thought these five people wouldn't help me. They wouldn't know how to help me. So everybody went silent and the moderator was like, I think you need to explain your reasons. And I said, well, as someone who was addicted to stress, I didn't really need a health coach to ever tell me you'll always perform better under a deadline. I needed someone to teach me how to not need a deadline to perform at my best. And I went on to say how much of my self-worth came from achieving but also achieving to other people's standards and like other people's standards of me which again is completely unfair but it's a stress addiction it's an emotional addiction to other people's approval you know you know we get into people pleasing and obviously we don't want to get into therapy zone here but stress, it does have a chemical response. And that's the other thing of it. Like, if you're addicted to stress, it, you're, you're not. 
your body is just used to performing with really high cortisol levels. And if your cortisol levels aren't high, your body's like, I don't understand. You're not achieving enough. And what I thought was really interesting is there's two books I love to reference. I mean, you're going to hear loads of books that I reference on this podcast. But there is one called Breathe by Dr. Belisa Ranich. I hope I've said that correctly. And let's go through some of the things that she asks about whether you're addicted to stress. Do you feel a sense of pride when you complete your opposing to-do list? Do you get a rush from running around? Coordinating tasks and achieving goals that you rush to do. Do you feel important? The idea that so many people need you and that your contribution is essential leads you to feeling wanted and useful. That was 100% me. Oh, this I think is a really good one as well. You feel uncomfortable, worried and nervous when you don't have something to do right away. I feel like there's a lot of people who can relate to that. Now, here are some questions from a book called Breathe In and Breathe Out by Stuart Sandyman. And he says, do you love a tight deadline? (laughs) That's the first question. Do you get FOMO? Yes, I know so many people that switch off Instagram for that very thing. Oh, this is a really good one. Do you check your phone while watching TV? If you answer yes to even one of those from either book, you have a bit of a stress problem. You have a stress problem. You have a busy problem. I really dislike the word busy as well because it's such an unhealthy word. The connotations, I am so busy no, you're not. You just have too much on your plate and you're suffering from poor time management. <laughs> and as someone who does this every day for a living, time management's really hard when your volume is high. Everybody has a high volume these days, especially if you work for yourself, if you work as an exec. Uh, frankly, any assistants out there also have high volume. Like we are in a period now post-COVID where Thank goodness companies are not going out of business, but they are reducing their workforce and you'll be expected to do more. You're performing against AI. It's stressful out there. So you keep yourself busy in order to protect your job and your livelihood and make yourself feel productive and protect your sense of self. But being busy is, it's kind of a cop out. What happens when we're stressed is chemically our body is changing, our body is responding to where we say we get our self-worth, our achievement, what makes us feel satisfied, what makes us feel productive as part of the tribe. And our body can get addicted to stress, but it can also get addicted to guilt and shame. And you start to create those scenarios in your life. Like if you ever think about the friend that just has an unfortunate dating issues you can get addicted to that like never quite being able to fulfill the commitment anyway that is a whole other episode let me know if you want me to do one on that but these emotional addictions whether you're addicted to stress or guilt or shame create a change in your breathing pattern and I do talk about this a lot because I talk about the the stress response gets us breathing from our chest if you are like me and you have trauma 
you stop breathing. Your horizontal breath has gone completely. You literally stop breathing. You hold your breath. I hold my breath at traffic lights still. Teaching myself that I'm not in a stress response, even after all these years and even after everything that I do, I still have to do it. I still have to do it. Especially when I'm busy. (laughs) Especially right now in the holidays where my work is busy my work has high volume and I'm out more so it affects your breathing patterns and I want to take us through right now a mini awareness check so close your eyes soften your gaze sit in a comfortable position you can lie down however you want to do this and I just want you to as best you can relax Let's start to find our breath, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. Now I want you to think about the one thing that you've either found really interesting or really triggering about the last 15 minutes that I've been talking. And as you run yourself over those words and what they mean to you and where you've felt that in your life. I want you to make a conscious connection of where those thoughts resonate in your body. Do you feel tension in your head? Do you feel a locking in the throat? What about in your back or in your stomach? Now, whatever it is, and wherever you've been feeling it in your body, I just want you to do three deep breaths into that part and try and loosen it up, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. I think we might have done a few more than three there, but I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. So keep your eyes closed if you just want to rest and think. But I want to give you some pointers of what the tension in your body may be pointing towards. So when we feel a tightness in the jaw, you can touch it now and make little circular movements where the jawbone meets the skull. I always say that stress holds there, but there's also a note about anger. You could be feeling angry towards a situation and the chemical response is sitting in the jaw. When you feel a tightness in the throat, this happens a lot with private clients I have for the breathwork practice. It's always to do with like feeling that your expression is being pushed down or you're being like held back in terms of expressing. 
When you feel a tightness in the chest, it's grief. And it doesn't need to be grief for someone that you've lost. It could be grief for anything, grief for a job you didn't get, grief for an old relationship or an old friendship, anything. Anything that you're emotionally attached to, you can grieve. Now, I think it's two things in the back. Like, I often hear, you know, guilt manifests in the back. But I also think that worry, concern over financial problems you feel in the back. The weight of the world on your shoulders. I always think that, like, real financial problems tend, uh, for me, with my private practice, I tend to see people in the lower back. And if you felt a general numbness, that often points towards depression. And I don't think that will surprise anyone, really. So dealing with stress in the holidays, I have two more episodes coming with an evening practice to help you clear out the cortisol, clear out the stress hormone. Because frankly, if you've been sending the stress response to your body all day, like telling it to work faster, do more, get more done, do all these things that actually are kind of impossible. There's no way that you're just going to be able to hit the pillow and sleep really well. Like you may be able to fall asleep quickly, but you're going to be awake at two in the morning, just like running your to-do list, remembering things that you didn't get to, giving yourself more work, being overly efficient. If that resonated with you, you really need this evening practice. And then the morning breathwork practice is about setting the frequency, setting the tone. The thing about people who are addicted to stress is it can be a lower vibration, a lower emotional energy that you are regulating to. And the only way to break it or to change it is to gravitate, to resonate with a higher frequency. So starting your day mentally, reframing everything, breathing in what you want to be all day. Look, even if you get thrown off, even if it doesn't, it isn't the best day of your life, the fact that you start with something calming and setting for yourself, as opposed to just, you know, checking your emails or running the to-do list, getting the kids up, feeding the dogs. And frankly, look, some of you might need to get the kids up and feed the dogs and get in the car before you can do the practice anyway. But just do it as early into the day as you can. I'm a big advocate of locking the bathroom door, pretending that you're in the bathroom and doing a, doing a practice instead. Towel on the floor, legs crossed, breathing in, breathing out. You've got this. And look, here are my other three tips for dealing with the stress of the holidays. Time management. I am a free spirit. This has never come easily for me, but there is no way I can get through what I need to get through and show up fully present for my loved ones as well as for my clients if I am not having boundaries with my time. And I'm having a moment here realizing like how far I've actually come that I can actually, <laughs> I can do that and say it. Hand on my heart, not being hypocritical. I'm not saying things that I'm not doing myself. It takes real work to practice time management. But it's the only way to be present. It really is the only way to show up as your best self. 
I would say that that is almost being present and showing up as my best self is more important than my productivity. If I'm doing those first two things, then my productivity is a byproduct <laughs> of handling my time management and putting being present over anything else. So what's my number one tip for time management? Get in your scheduler time block, color code, I always, always go over it and move it around. But if I have it in a, as a block in my schedule, it, it will happen or it will get moved to a day when it can happen. And you can see everything clearly and you actually understand how little or how much time you've given something and you've either misestimated how much it's worth or you're avoiding doing something else. And all of that is information that can then make your ability to plan and your ability to feel less stressed better. Financial planning. I cannot even believe that this is in a spiritual podcast, but I actually think that that is, again, part of my own personal growth. I never used to be one for financial planning. I thought it was my dog's just come to sit in the sun. Hello, Momo. I always thought that that was something that was not spiritual. Like, let's just put it that way. I always thought it was, you know, human and, and materialistic. But when you're dealing with holiday stress, you need to know where your money's at and you need to be able to access it and you need to be able to I'm not going to say have enough of it because that doesn't, you know, that's a different story. But you need to understand what you're working with and get ahead of things so that you can do all of the things that do cost money. So do some financial planning. And I know that there are people who are listening to this who won't have done that yet. So do, do a little bit. And finally, gratitude. We're heading into literal Thanksgiving here in the States. But when you're stressed and you're thinking about all the things that aren't happening, haven't happened, or you still need to do, you have taken yourself mentally out of the present moment. You are no longer looking at what you have done and what you currently have. If you can anchor in to the reasons why you're thankful. Sorry to end on such a cheesy note, but oh my gosh, it's so true. If you can anchor into gratitude, make it simple. I am grateful for. I am so happy I have. I am delighted I can give. Just those three things. It's going to uplift in your heart. You're going to feel so much better. It's going to help you deal with any stress. That you are able to be with people unlike three years ago when we were all sheltering in place. You're going to feel good. So this has been a slightly longer episode than usual today, so I'm going to sign out. But dealing with holiday stress, it takes a little bit of time. I really urge you to get into the two additional practices, the clearing um, evening breathwork and the frequency setting morning breathwork, and just ask me any questions that you have. I really want to hear from you. Thanks for being with me today. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that this episode has left you feeling 
inspired and a little bit more seen. Your life, after all, is a mixtape. And once you learn to play the tracks you want to hear and adjust that volume, you will have the soundtrack of your dreams. To stay connected and continue exploring the mixtape together, you can follow me on Instagram at Spiritual Mixtape. But also, if you have any thoughts for me, any questions or any ideas that you want to share, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at hello at spiritualmixtape.com. So until then, my friends, let your inner anthem guide your path.